welcome to the Completely Unnecessary Skeptical Podcast. I'm Nathan, and joining me today is Craig. Hello. And Susie. Hello. And the first item is email and feedback. I haven't got any email or feedback. Anyone? No? No. No one has emailed us or feedback us. So we are going to stop this podcast right now and wait (laughs) for someone to send us a (laughs) joke. Some joking. I do believe we have had some comments on the Facebook page, though. Yeah, but nothing interesting. (laughs) Jeez, way to alienate the listeners. uh, Well, if the listeners wouldn't be so dull. I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, Well, I was just looking at the the Facebook page and there wasn't anything particularly relevant. People were complaining about uh, the people that were planning the SpaceX launch not using uh, UTC for their time. Really? Yeah. I prefer they use GMT. Or GMT, either way. What they use is EDT. I don't even know what that is. So you've got to sort of go to a website, figure out what EDT is, right. and convert it to New Zealand time, Perhaps which is pretty stupid. Eastern Daylight Time or something Probably like something that. Probably something like that, yes. Right. Um, and people liked the Celestial Teapot, which I put in as the background page, although I thought originally when I saw that post he was talking about the the image for episode 35 which was actually the image of Dahlia's Delia's um, helmet-y thing that we talked about last oh, week yes. that's what I put in as the image for that have you ordered one of those yet? <laughs> uh, no one's I... donated us any money hint 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 um, no so there wasn't anything particularly uh, that anyone needed us to talk about on the podcast no doubt there'll be some things we get wrong this week, and everybody can write in and correct Maybe us. Maybe we should deliberately get something wrong. Ooh, every, every <laughs> like a, a, a offer a prize, get a dollar if you pick up the thing we deliberately right. did wrong. Anyway, so no, no feedback. Very disappoint. Notice board. Nothing interesting happening on the notice board there. Oh wait. <laughs> well, we sorry, can, I'm in a trolley mood today. We we can republicise the conference coming up on the fifth to the seventh of December, the New Zealand Skeptics Conference, with the special guests being the hosts of the Skeptics Guide to the Immerse and George Trump. And we have a logo, pretty much by the no, looks of it. No, you meant to. Peter's still designing it. Oh, okay, he's still working on it. And, uh, it's embargoed. Oh, never mind. I won't mention it then. Um, <laughs> not that people can see it on the no, podcast. Exactly. No, exactly. Not even allowed to talk about existence. it. Craig's just said. It's a secret. Even its existence. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, um, so that's coming up in December, 15th yes. of December. And Auckland Readers and Writers Festival is in May. Susie? Yeah, so if this podcast gets out in time, <laughs> the 14th to the 18th of May. Yeah, I might just um, catch it. One of the highlights will be Jim Al-Khalili, who's appearing on Saturday the 17th in conversation with Sean Hendy. And what is he talking about? Uh, kind of everything. So okay. it'll be stuff about the universe, probably stuff about atheists, atheism and humanism. Oh, and cool. Stuff. And mm. you've been in discussion with him to get an interview? I haven't been afterwards. in touch with him yet, uh, Can we get hold of them? Is there a way of... I'm sure we can. It'd be nice if we could. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know all the people, so... Oh, I know everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Not... <laughs> Excellent. So that's the notes board. And that's all that's happening, apparently. Good. And there is some news. News, yes. Huh? The main oh, part yes. of the podcast. Let's talk about the news. So the first one is a rather disturbing looking headline. Over 200 girls abducted from their physics class. Yeah, this is a... Really... Tempted to stop there and say young women 
rather than girls it's because kind of they're actually girls are they or I, it's unclear how old they are I, okay. I didn't see anything that said how old they were um i'm just completely baffled by this because i have not even seen this article yet so what yeah, the so fuck I, I saw it a few days ago um because rebecca watson did a, a video about it ah. um and and so part of the the problem is that like nobody knows about it so oh. you know two hundred over 200 uh girls were abducted uh, last week i think it was from their school in nigeria um they were abducted by uh, a group called uh, boko haram who are a jihadist group who want sharia law in nigeria their name means western education is forbidden and so they often target schools and school children although they have attacked other things uh and what's kind of astonishing about this is that if if this had happened sort of anywhere and and actually the, i mean there's two big things going on at the moment where people are searching for people so there's the the ferry that um the ferry that that uh upended the... i have to hang on i have to stop you here <laughs> nathan what nathan come over here wandered off. <laughs> I wandered off. i've got a question for you nathan have you? yes there's recently been a tragedy in oh, right. which country where there was a ferry sinking a ferry sinking yeah uh ferry as in boat right yeah, like, yeah. Not like ferry as in um, <laughs> as i knew in, it i knew it but you would have no idea no idea, no, no idea. <laughs> okay so, so where, uh, where? a south korean ferry sunk very quickly like within a couple of hours okay with all these uh, school children with on loads it. of school children who were going away to some place over 200 um yeah so exactly so there's huge amounts in the news about these 200 students who are presumed drowned there are like hundreds of boats trying to get them all and stuff 200 girls go missing in nigeria and it sounds like the nigerian military aren't doing anything the police the, the police the parents all had to kind of put money together to buy petrol and then we're going off trying to find them and it's just frightening oh my god what the fuck yeah basically what the fuck um and so there is a there is a uh petition going around to try and get more um well to try and get people to do something about it so what's the key elements here is it that this one is religiously motivated versus a natural tragedy disaster no, no well, it's, well, it's, 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 it's a third world country the, versus a first world country it's the fact that uh that 200 girls can go missing can be kidnapped in a country and there's very little of it on the news there's and the, and and the nigerians aren't doing anything to try and and find them and it's just anyway. so what what could people practically do about this raise awareness of it start mm. making noise why is this not in the media why is the why yeah. is the world not doing anything about so this, this is one of those things where slacktivism is kind of the order of the day yeah posting on facebook yeah signing them there's a petition yeah there's a petition? petition we'll put the link up for that uh getting it you know i mean governments why need are to... the un and all of these people why are yeah. they not doing something yeah. about it and why is nobody putting say... pressure on nigeria to find these girls you know so mm. they're either going to be killed or turned into sex slaves or something i don't mean it's just hideous yeah. and and isn't that just awful that well, oh, just there's so much wrong with this world. And most mm. of it has to do with religion. 
Almost it has to do with power, and I guess yeah, religion is cool. a part of that. Yeah. But it's more just about power. But oh, this all just gets me so upset about how, um, how you know women are treated, how girls are treated. Hmm. And if it's yeah. Well, wow. Thanks, bro. I'm I wonder. I wonder now. though whether <laughs> whether if it had been a, a a classroom of boys learning about physics. Yeah, well, the problem, the, the point is that a, a class of boys wouldn't be... Wouldn't have been abducted. Wouldn't be abducted. No. no. Not unless it was for, for mm. ransom or something, and they certainly right. wouldn't be... But is this is this organisation against Western education of girls or of any Western education? Well, I, I imagine if it's Sharia law, they're against uh, girls in particular being anything other than a wife and womb, frankly. Mm. Um and isn't that sad that, you know, basically educating, I mean, educating girls is, is one of the things that countries can do that will lift them out of poverty, right? Mm, indeed. And and so you have girls being attacked at school. It's, I mean, it's just... Because that's why, basically, yeah. because if you educate them, you give them the yeah. power to... Yeah, to make decisions so about, their, about their lives, about their bodies. Um, wow. Mm, it's just sickening. Was that next link part of the same thing, or is that? Oh, that's the organisation you're talking yeah, yeah. about. Okay. So, anyway, bunch <coughs> of scary well, extremists going around kidnapping being girls whose ages we don't know, and the government doing nothing about it. Moving on. Well, speaking of religious things that the government doesn't seem to be doing anything about, segwayed. Not the government here in New Zealand. Not the government in New Zealand. This is a UK government um, and UK Anglican church, basically. It's the state religion. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Still, there's no excuse. Um, well, that's why, got, that's why they got laws about them. Yeah, well, traditionally speaking, yes. Um, so basically what's going on is uh, there's... Uh, an organisation called the PCC, the Parochial Church Councils, who administer the Anglican parishes, and they've found this law, apparently, called Chancel Repair Liability, where if you own, or possibly rent a prize landowners, if you own land within a certain area, you can be liable for repair of your local church if it was built before 1536 even though this is not shown in their deeds when they purchase the property. Oh. So there's 250 uh, parochial church councils um, who have registered these liabilities against 12,000 properties. Um, well, they've got churches to maintain. Yeah. Parishioners should cough up. Well, yeah, but this is point. It's not parishioners. It's, it's just not. It's just random people who happen to own land nearby. Um, it dates back to Henry VIII's reign, apparently, uh, and some of them are up for you know hundreds of thousands of pounds. And you're sitting there thinking probably what I was thinking because you guys think exactly like I do. Cool. Let's Hamburg. take it to court and see and get it and get it fixed, right? Take a test case, get it thrown out. No. Because in 1990, 1990, um, God, it's a long article, where'd it go? 
Andrew and Gail Warbank. Thank you. Um, basically had this problem, and I think it was £100,000 at the time, and after an 18-year battle, they lost, and the PCC won, and they had to pay £350,000. There it is. Um, they had to auction their farm to pay for their costs, which is part of the problem is that these people with these houses and this land can't sell the land because the the new owner mm. is going to also be liable for these repairs. Mm. It's to pay for repairs. Did I mention that? Yeah. It's upkeep yes. on the churches. Um, it's just ludicrous. Um, I mean, at the time, it, it was probably quite sensible. It's probably just what everybody did. But the idea that this could be invoked today yeah, and people get away with it. And by people, of course, I mean uh, a church organization. And that's part of the question is um, presumably somewhere in this, in this process, there's a group of church-going people who are sitting in their church going, yeah, that sounds reasonable. Let's make everybody else pay for the repairs to our church. Yeah. Otherwise, well, why it's... aren't these people standing up and saying, no, 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 I go to this church and I've asked our PCC not to do Maybe this. Maybe they don't know about it. Well, or possibly they say, well, actually, our church is going to need half a million pounds of restoration on it. How the fuck are we going to yeah. afford that? Yeah. So um, let's just keep the, the law reckons the that um, the wider community should pay for it. So why not? And you're quite right. They probably don't see anything wrong with that because yeah. they feel like the churches are everyone's responsibility or something. Hmm. Um, yeah. So that's what's going on in the UK. Yeah. You can buy out the liability, apparently. You can. The only way to escape the liability is to get the registration lifted, which few have achieved. So apparently, some people have managed to get out of it. Or buy out the liability from the diocese. Um, yeah. Sounds like extortion to me. Which is, you know, again, half, half a million or more, yeah. depending on. <sighs> Crazy. Awesome. Yeah. So there you go. Aren't we lucky we don't live there? <laughs> or own, own land Yeah, because there's no way anything like that would happen in New Zealand. Oh, wait, this one isn't about New Zealand. Isn't this next one? <laughs> this is the MMS. The, no, this is speaking of crazy churches. Yeah, so speaking um, of crazy churches. The, um, what is it called? Genesis 2? Genesis 2 um, wait, hang church. On. Genesis means beginning, right? Yeah. So it's beginning 2. The second beginning. The second beginning, yeah. I suppose that's not completely out. Maybe. Carry on. <laughs> or maybe it's a reference to Genesis 2 in the Bible. I don't know. No, no, Lots I think it is. It is. Uh, so this is a very interesting um, church. <laughs> For a certain <laughs> definition of the word interesting. <laughs> it claims to be the only church that has been um, set up not for religious purposes, but just to do good. Uh, and they have do good, yeah, in, in square, square quotes. <laughs> square, square quotes, quotes yeah. <laughs> um, not for the purpose of worship, but the purpose of serving mankind is what they claim. They have five central tenets, doing good deeds, good health for all mankind, doing what is right, freedom for all mankind, and enlightening others with the truth. Did you just say five pillars? Do they have five pillars? In their church, no. She said tenants. Tenants. 
That's Pillars. the right word, notice, isn't it? Yes, that's correct. It's not tenants, it's tenants. That's what they said. Good. I know. I'm anyway, just saying there's five pillars so in Islam and that's interesting. Good health for all mankind yes. is um is their sacred their healing sacred healing waters, um, which are the miracle mineral solution. Jesus Christ. So um guess who's an archbishop in this church? Miracle Brian mineral Tamaki. solution. <laughs> what? No? What? Miracle mineral For those who don't know. Uh, is essentially bleach. Bleach. Yeah. yeah. And it's for curing cancer pr- primarily? Is it everything? Everything. Oh, yeah, okay. you can use it for everything. Uh, interestingly, oh, it only kills yeah, the malaria, bad, malaria bad microbes, not the good ones, which have, um, we've talked about Miracle Mineral Solution before. We have, before, yes. Go on, right. look that up in um, all the episodes. But I, I just thought it was very interesting that their healing waters are Miracle Mineral Solution. Um, uh, one of their archbishops is um, Jim Humble, who's the person who started. Doesn't sound very humble. <laughs> who started uh, Miracle Mineral Solution. Essentially what they have done, so people who have set up websites to try and sell Miracle Mineral Solution, have most of those websites have been shut down um, because it's dangerous. Uh, and they, the people who believe in Miracle Mineral Solution um, claim that you know it's licensed in Europe as a pure water purifier, which is kind of stretching the truth a little bit because it's a pool cleaner. So I guess it is a water purifier, but it's pool cleaner. You so you can get it from. You do use bleach to um, purify, um, disinfect your disinfect. water if you've got. If you're camping if you, or something. If, yeah, or if you're keeping water in storage for emergencies. Right. You put like a teaspoon of okay of yeah. bleach in it. Okay. Chlorine kills kill stuff. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so bleach. All right. But, but, so it's so it's hard to get the stuff online. Most most trading standards and things try and shut those websites down. So what they have decided to do is go through the church route because this they, their, their members have a right to, uh, to things to do with their belief in the church. And one of those things is Miracle Mineral Solution. So what they're trying to do is actually set up shops in their churches in a way that the churches can distribute Miracle <clears> Mineral <throat> Solution. Uh, you can so go on a actual course. physical churches, they've got buildings and everything. I, I don't know about, no, I, I don't know about oh. buildings. They're based out of the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, and what, so what you can do is have, um, you can become a minister and a healer in their church after a 10-day course. Never mind. Uh, which costs oh. $550. <laughs> Right. Okay. Um, apparently, if you then go on to heal ten people, you beca- you they give you a doc- doctorate. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! You can have uh, a PhD in mer- minimal, miracle mineral solution, which well, presumably you could do in ten days or less than ten days. They've they've got a wiki page, and on it they've got a melody list of all the things that it cures, and oh, it's like A to Z, yeah. and it's like there are absolutely probably dozens of things that this supposedly. Mm. Cures, including fractures. What? What? <laughs> fractures. I didn't know about fractures. Oh, that's um, just... <laughs> so here's what they say. Oh, so each member gets an ID card. It costs $35 for your first year and then $20 per year afterwards. You get a membership card, which states, this card signifies that this member of the Genesis 2 Church of he- Health and Healing has the God-given unalienable right to control and maintain their personal health. All members are exempt from any means not chosen, including but not limited to vaccinations, Ugh. medications, x-ray scans, mandatory voting, and health insurance mandated by a government, human government or authority. 
Um, they have the God-given unalienable right to choose products for their health, including, but not limited to, food, plants, vitamins, minerals, herbs, and all remedies in any quantities they consider useful or necessary for their personal health or the health of their families. Okay. All members have the right to freely acquire these products for the health of themselves and for the and for other members of the church, to, Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing, and to maintain such products at their place of abode or wherever they deem necessary. Mm. The Genesis 2 Church will vigorously prosecute any and all persons who violate the religious rights of members of our church. Right. So this is their, their scam as they're trying to... Get our vaccination to... free card. Mm. Or apparently this, apparently this the religious MRSA. The religious beliefs yeah, card well, to try yeah. and stop people from stopping them yeah. selling the yeah. bleach and so forth. Um, the, so there have been... Uh, the reason I bring this up is because I think we should watch this carefully. So they have seminars everywhere. Um, the ones coming up this month are in the UK, in the US, and in Peru. But last month there was apparently one in Sydney, and in January there was one in Melbourne. Mm, so wow. uh, it might only be a matter of time before they set up shop here. <clears throat> they're um, claiming that the Red Cross is testing it, and that they're, they've got a video on YouTube that was leaked that proves that the Red Cross used MMS to cure malaria. Okay, so based on the fact that you guys have done all the research, I'm on the wiki right now. Yeah. Um, it's sort of a more of a fact. And the question is, is MMS a bleach? And their argument is, uh, MMS isn't a bleach. Every single chemical, blah, 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 poisonous when taken in too large of quantities. Uh, recently, a girl died from drinking too much water. So their argument is that this is bleach diluted in water. Mm -hmm. So why is this dangerous? Where we'd argue that uh, a vaccine isn't dangerous because it's got tiny, tiny quantities of mercury in it. It's not tiny, tiny quantities, though. Is the bleach that they're using? Yeah. How much yes. are they it's using? Not, it's not so, like so the question is: is is the um, the is quantity the quantity dangerous? dangerous? Yeah. And it is, is it? Well, because I have not seen anything here yet to tell so, me how much. Uh, what would it be now? A few years ago, I had a massive rant about one of the Ponsby newsers, and it was the former estate agent Deborah Kelland who had um, given her dog MMS. Ah, yes. And she described the symptoms of bloody diarrhea. So right. the stuff that. is the stuff is not good. Hmm. Hmm. But the other objection we have to it is that it's implausible that it would actually work. To okay, yes, sure, 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 yeah. sure. The actual effectiveness. So some stuff it would cure. Well, as a <laughs> by killing bacteria. Yeah, or what yeah. Have you. But I mean, they claim it only kills good. Uh, it, sorry, it only kills bad bacteria yeah. and viruses. I mean, that's clearly nonsense. It only. Um, you know, you could, you can, so Deborah was using it to kill, she said, cancer cells on her skin. Well, you know, that's 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 quite likely, although it will kill healthy Normal cells skin too. Cells so well, yeah. um, it's just, how far do you take this stuff? Hmm. And yeah, I mean, how the hell can bleach in whatever quantity cure a fracture? Yes, exactly. No, I wasn't, certainly wasn't arguing that. I'm just interested in the, well, um, in according rebuttal to the, to the uh, rebuttal. According to the wiki page, though, MMS one yeah. is sodium chloride twenty eight percent solution. Well, that sounds fairly um, concentrated. Okay. Yeah. To me, compared to drinking say, that, a teaspoon would be a good idea. A ten liter mm. of water. No. Um, right. Okay. Well, that's good. Clear that up. Thank you. Next thing. <laughs> the latest celebrity quack mum. Oh no. 
And it's tell um, us about Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone, uh, who has so she wrote a book a few years ago about being vegan. So she's obviously got a bit of a health thing going on. Anyway, she's now released a book called The Kind Mama: A Simple Guide to Supercharged Fertility, a Radiant Pregnancy, a Sweeter Birth, and a Healthier, More Beautiful Beginning. Um, and it, uh, I'm reading an article on where am I reading this article on Slate um, that has. Uh, and so I haven't read the book. It's yesterday. It was at number nine in the Amazon top ten under Why do parenting people buy books. These crap books. Because <sighs> celebrities, we know this. Um. So here are some of her um some of her claims. Hang on a second. Some of her claims. So um, oh, and if you don't remember, Alicia Silverstone is the the actress from Clueless. What else was she in? Batman. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and yeah. She was the Aerosmith video. Back, yes. Back in the yeah. what eighties? Anyway, so she um, she thinks that uh, <laughs> meat, dairy, and processed foods track toxic sludge through your uterus. Just someone who doesn't understand oh, that seems how completely uterus plausible. works. Yeah. Keep going. Um, eating plants means you don't need medicine. In fact, you don't even need them for. Uh, um, well, for anything. So she's saying you can stave off cancer, heart disease, diabetes. You can, so you, yeah, you don't need any treatment for depression or hypertension. Uh, just and plants you can, in general, just eating lots yeah, of plants. Yeah, eating the right, eating kind food, she calls them, which yeah. is basically being vegan. Um, means you won't need to have fertility treatment if you are infertile. Um, it's all awesome. Mm. Uh, so she's, um, she says that. Uh, you can also avoid um, postnatal depression. She's got this. Uh, um, she, she's basically also anti-vaccination, it seems. Um, and so, did she, she say um, something like vaccinations are basically just formaldehyde and mercury or something like that in the article? Yeah, they've they've got stuff in them, and Mel she's Mel got Mel friends whose babies have been affected by vaccines, so oh, um, you shouldn't do it. Uh, she's a big one uh, for sleeping with your baby, not uh, in the yeah, yeah, in yeah. the thingy sense, but in the same bed. Yeah, uh, and then one of the other things that caught my eye was that she uh, wants people to stop using tampons, people, women, to stop using tampons, um, because they might make you infertile. And then she says, "What." Your chi-chi is the most absorbent part of your body. Uh, and so um, basically uh, what? using um, tampons, <laughs> she says here, hang on a second. So um, there's the, the, all of these nasty chemicals are snuggling up to your hoo-ha. <laughs> so I'm going to raise so with chi -chi this. and hoo-ha. Chi-chi and hoo-ha. And what's non-organic cotton? Uh, well, presumably cotton that's been grown with... Um, uh, or bleached with, or something. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, organic, organic. Carry on. Okay, so this is interesting because uh, a couple... Like last week, week before, a couple of weeks ago, I um, was doing my uh, fortnightly slot on 90 Noon with Catherine Ryan. So I do a sign slot on there for 10 minutes. Um, and I wanted to talk about... Uh, tissue engineering and specifically a story that had come that had just been published in the lancet or a study that we published in the lancet where these guys had uh, essentially engineered vaginas for women mm. who were born without a vagina uh, and i had been sort of a little bit 
I mean, I, I wanted to do this story and what I always do is send my stories to the producer first and then she says, yes, we'll do these ones or no. And so I was like, I'm going to send the vaginas and see what she says. And she said, great, no, we'll do them. Uh, and Catherine Ryan sort of started the piece by kind of apologizing for that. We were about to stop talking about bits. And then I proceeded to talk about vaginas and mention things like vulvas and stuff. Um, and uh, there was a great article then a few days later uh, in the Herald by um, a journalist called Deborah Hill Cohn. Mm-hmm. Get over this hang up with body part names. Um, and she was really disappointed with Catherine Ryan for introducing the piece that we were going to talk about as being, you know, I'm sorry, but we're going to talk about bits. Um, <laughs> so she's and, actually referencing your, your interview. Yeah. Oh, cool. And what I liked was uh, she says, scientist Susie Wiles was not prudish and seemed relaxed to use the anatomically correct words. I am. I am not ashamed of my vagina or my vulva, in fact. Um, and it was, so it was just this interesting thing about why we can't talk about, you know, um, our vaginas and our vulvas. Uh, mm. And and also, the, the, actually, this is, as a mother, this was something that I was very aware of, that, you know, all of these weird names that you tell children is what they call their bits right. is ridiculous. And so, you know, we don't do that in our house. Everybody knows the correct name for all of their all of their bits and so when i read this thing with alicia silverstone where she's got a hoo-ha and a chi-chi um <laughs> it just made me kind of ah for goodness sake and so i looked up chi-chi because i hadn't really heard that I was one say, i've never heard that, that one i hadn't heard that one before so on wikipedia um chi-chi is there's all sorts of things that are chi-chi so um it's a south korean electropop girl group um mm. there are various people it? sounds like a pokemon uh, don't think so a character in scar in scarface Mm-hmm. Um, it's there are four different places called Chi Chi, um, from Taiwan to various other places. It's an international Tex Mex restaurant chain. Um, Chi Chi was also a panda at London Zoo in the sixties. Uh, it's a variant of a pina colada, and also the common name for a mixed breed Chinese crested dog and Chihuahua. Right. And so- the offensive slang term in Jamaican Caribbean English for a gay man. Right. So, okay. like, for fuck's sake. She has a vagina. But she's using it wrong it. anyway, because if you go and look up chi-chi on Urban Dictionary, the definition is boobies, breasts, titties, hooters, etc. <laughs> not sure <laughs> Urban Dictionary is a... Um, well, yeah, but at least it, it actually is... A valid source. A of source stuff. of the way people use these words. and Possibly. So she's got the wrong end of the body. What I think is actually almost amusing is it's a little bit like... Um, the Joni versus uh, Joni loves Chachi uh, story. It's, I don't, I'm not sure if this is a, a myth or not. Someone can look it up and tell me. But it's not a spin-off of Happy Days. Yeah. Didn't do well in Japan, I want to say. Okay. Because Chachi is the word for a vagina or lady parts. Right. Um, vagina in is fine. That area rather than just the vagina per se. So what, the vulva? Well, the whole thing. <laughs> just stopped, if you will. The female genitals. Thank you, the female genitals. Um, and so, yeah, didn't do well. Chachi being um, Scott Bayo's character right. in Happy yes. Days and Joni the, the in sister. In my defence, though, if you look up hoo-ha yes. on Urban Dictionary, it actually does come up with... Uh, well, I'm not saying it can't be Female right, genitalia. But I wouldn't want to take... Urban Dictionary is the final word. No, sure, but it yeah. does, it's an indicative of usage. Okay, but also, sure. I mean, Deborah raises a really important point that, uh, I mean, and and this sort of harks back to the stuff about the girls being abducted. That you know, 
why why are women ashamed of their bodies why you know why is all of this you know we're perfectly comfortable talking about penises right or are you guys embarrassed about talking about penises? Oh my no, God. No, don't, don't, don't say penis. <laughs> Ugh, that's rude. Um, and these things are kind of important, especially when you're trying to deal with, uh, you know, maybe children who've been abused, for them not to know the names of their parts. Hmm. You know, it's not to be able to describe properly maybe what somebody has done to them. Mm. I mean, this is all, this kind of has serious things. We shouldn't be ashamed okay. of our bodies. Um, and part of that stems by giving them their proper bloody names. So I'm Sorry, glad. No that more hoo-ha um, about chi-chis. <clears throat> absolutely not. Ridiculous woman. <clears throat> anyway. Well, I'm just crossing over the celebrity off my list. <laughs> um, all right. So I'm not quite sure how to segue into this <laughs> in a way that's... Here are two women who have hoo <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically about what you might do with a, uh, with a chi-chi. <laughs> if you were that way yeah, so okay. you're using it wrong sorry sorry <laughs> not sorry frozen lambasted as pro-gay propaganda by christian pastor i am talking in case that's not obvious about frozen the movie yes that movie quite popular disney animated movie um i don't even know where have to you start seen it? i have seen it once oh, very good yeah. Did you actually go to the movies to see it? No, hell no. I mean, yeah, yes, I, I, you did. I totally yeah. paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, stuff. We should get Evie in here. She absolutely loves it. We and should just ask her what sing she thinks the, about uh, it. Sing the song that they find so disturbing yeah. for you. So this guy... Uh, Which won it. an Oscar. The, the song, Let It Go. Yes. Won an Oscar. So Pastor Kevin Swanson of the Reformation Church, who hosts a radio show, denounced the film as very evil and said that Disney was one of the most pro-homosexual organisations in the country. Hmm. Um, seems like a bit of a stretch to me, but there we go. Um, Swanson said, you wonder sometimes if maybe there's something very evil happening here. I wonder if people are thinking, you know, I think this cute little movie is going to indoctrinate my five-year-old to be a, lesb a lesbian or treat homosexuality or bestiality in a light sort of way. No, people aren't <laughs> thinking that. You're the only person thinking that. Well, uh, perhaps just, not the only, but... Well, probably not now, anyway. Yeah. Wow, apparently it's the highest um, grossing animation. It's the highest grossing anything ever by... Let me read all the news articles about it. It's past mm. Toy Story 3, um, one of the biggest, 10 biggest of all times. Wow. Although there's a sense in which highest grossing is a bit of a... Um, yeah, bit of, of a what's um, word, fallacy because inflation. older movies people didn't yeah. pay as much in inflation yeah. and stuff. So, uh, so for those so movie. for those who don't know, Frozen, yeah, uh, it's um, so the Here's latest. Evie to recite the entire <laughs> entire movie. <laughs> she, she's so good. She watched it twice on our flight backs from um, from Perth last week. Nice. Uh, so it's the latest Disney um, based on the um, is it the Hans Christian Andersen Snow Queen fairy tale based on one of some, those some uh, some fairy tale yeah. Uh, in which Elsa, who's the Snow Queen, basically inadvertently turns their their beautiful medieval village to, to ice and then runs off and builds herself the most amazing ice castle and sings this wonderful song called Let It Go, where she's basically, um, God, I keep saying basically today, where she is, you know, embracing her powers because she's been hiding them since she was a child so she wears gloves and she doesn't touch anything nobody knows about her yeah. iceness uh, she can conjure snow from 
from nothing. And um, she can make snowmen. She can make snowmen, including talking snowmen, which is very strange. She, she would be um, useful to combat global warming then. <laughs> ah, didn't think of that. Uh, so, um, yes, she, uh, she, she goes off, she builds herself an amazing castle, a snow castle, and then um, her sister, who is quite sweet, goes off to find her. And spoiler alert, the the so it's all about to um anna the sister has been hit with some of this this magic um and is going to die because she's basically got ice in her heart and only uh it's like a love true kiss a bit sort of shrek and fiona that will that will fix her um and there is this there's a couple of kind of or, love or, interests or perhaps mms Oh, well, yeah, you're true. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a couple of love interests. So obviously you're thinking, you know, one of these love interests is going to kiss her and then it's going to da But actually it's not. It's about Elsa and Anna. It's about the two sisters and their sacrifice for each other that kind of um, saves her. And it's actually really lovely. There's also one of the love interests has a a reindeer that he's rather fond of. And so Mm. this is where the bestiality comes in because... The, clearly you can't <coughs> love a pet without wanting to fuck it um, um, well it says in a, well, to be fair the line from the song is his thing with the reindeer that's a little outside of nature's laws so there's definitely an implication <laughs> there that he loves his reindeer just a little bit too much they do sleep together in the in the baby, in, in the in the in the in the hay okay sense. so maybe it's a little risque but it's unlikely that it could be taken as and promoting this reality. And that's in a song, which is presumably because it rhymes with something. We can play the song for you if you like. We could. <laughs> well, only about eight seconds or something before you get sued by Disney. I'm pretty sure Disney would sue us. Well, they would sue you if they knew anyway for watching without paying. I, I didn't. Uh, what? No, I didn't admit to that. Shut up. <sighs> well, how we went to the movies to see it three times. Well, there you go. That makes we up for pa- it. We it? bought the soundtrack. Yep. <laughs> We did on iTunes, and I'm sure we will be buying the DVD because you know, for every movie that he doesn't pay for, we pay like three times for. So there you go, it all balances all out. Covered. <clears throat> right. Um, if this guy was the devil, apparently he would have bought Disney in 1984. Right. <sighs> Excellent. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on, indeed. So two. Some cool, cool science. science. Cool science. Our new segment. Cool I want to talk about insects. insects. Of course you do. Black uh, widows and dementor wasps. Yeah. So Presumably they, of... um, they were on Harry Potter, weren't they? Yeah, I was going to yeah, say Harry Potter reference, blah, blah, blah. There you go. Okay, so the first story is about black widows, and the study's just shown that male black widows um, have a preference for well-fed virgins. Ah, um, and they both in the lab and apparently in the in, in field conditions. Um, so a male black widow uses pheromones alone, which apparently this is the first time it's been shown in spiders. I've, um, I don't know about that, but that's what the right. authors claim. Um, they can spot a well-fed virgin and they will uh, mate with her or attempt to mate with her rather than anything else. And this makes perfect sense because uh, the well-fed female will put more energy into yep. laying eggs, so she'll probably have more young, but she'll also <coughs> less likely to eat the male. <laughs> so right. he's more we'll likely to survive the encounter. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. And um, virgin, of course, because less likely to be raising someone else's genetic again, material. Well, she also hasn't actually... Um, 
hasn't mated with any so therefore eaten any other male yet maybe hasn't had a and then the, the second one is a paper just published in uh, plus one an open access journal um, about a, a wasp a newly discovered wasp uh, there's no link to that I yeah. will put a link in link, please um, and what, what what this was was that they had um, I found this wasp and they used uh, they asked museum visitors to vote on a name for it for and they had pre-selected um, some options and then asked 300 visitors to vote on a name and the name it got was Ampulex Dementor nice. uh, named after the soul-sucking Dementors from the Harry Potter books oh, great. and the reason for this is that it uh, is it is a soul sucker um, it feeds on uh, cockroaches Cool. So it basically sucks the life out of cockroaches, the parasitic wasp, and so it's named after the tomatoes. I quite like that. Awesome. And we'll put a link to that paper so you can have a look at it. Awesome. Um, and clearly the public found that was that was fun too. And so they and there's some pictures of it. It's pretty hideous looking as wasps are. Well, I'm still looking at the picture of the spider. Mm-hmm. And I would like to ask your opinion. When you're describing the size of a spider, Mm. <laughs> uh, do you include, the legs? include the legs or not? Yeah, it's all right. it's a bit that's a bit dodgy to be honest. I like these these Avondale spiders the size of a dinner plate, right? right? But that's including the legs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you do. I don't know. Yeah, really? absolutely. No, no that's that's yeah. just no. You include the legs. The spider is literally a millimeter in size. It has huge one meter long legs. You'd say that that spider is a meter in yes, size. Yes, I absolutely would. <laughs> all right carry on how much space does it take up not very much at all then, well if it's folded up then you would state you know there is a spider and it is this big because that's all you've seen if it's unfolded then the size is the size it is all right for, for context <laughs> the reason i asked the question is because my lovely wife susan asked me to remove a spider that she found on our stairs yesterday that was apparently about the size of the palm of my hand when I went to inspect the spider, it had a body which was about probably one and a half centimetres long and legs that perhaps extended to... That's still big. Well, it was a big spider, but it wasn't like... An actual... The spider itself the wasn't... Sp the spider the sp itself wasn't huge as described. Okay, all right, all right, all right. When you describe your height, do you describe the height of your torso or do you include your limbs? Yeah, but... Yeah. Right, no, that's, that's the end of the... <laughs> But my limbs don't curl up as compactly as the spider's does. I don't care. When the when the <laughs> spider's limbs are, are not curled up, that is the size it is. Okay, I've got a better analogy. When you're describing how wide I am, <laughs> do you take my, my torso or when my arms are outstretched? Your arms outstretched, absolutely. Lies. <laughs> Good argument, Nathan. I'm going to put that on my... <laughs> I'm going to use that. Uh, okay, so no one likes, well, not really many people like spiders, so something that almost everybody loves, dogs. Dogs. Craig, apparently yes. they love us back. Well, yes. Well, so they, they, yours loves you, obviously. They did this study and they measured um, oxytocin levels in mm. blood of dogs and other animals. And it turns out that oxytocin apparently is the hormone that's expressed when love yeah. is in the air sure and so they did this um this test on dogs 
and they sent people in to play with dogs and um, then they measured the level of oxytocin in the blood of the dogs and it had been raised. So they've come to the conclusion that dogs actually can have some feelings of love love. for their for their human um, counterparts. But they also did an interesting experiment in that um, they, they went to this place where they had um, dogs and a goat. And um, it turns out that they measured the um, oxytocin levels in the blood of the goat after it had been playing with the dogs. And it, they came to the conclusion that the goat was in love with the dog. Right, I see. <laughs> Elevated so this research, levels. was it being done by... Um... Uh, this is serious. This serious is serious, research? but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like the bit that they talk about. Um, they said that people who'd owned dogs in the past were more likely to feel a bond while playing with the animals than those who had owned cats. Yeah. Or those who had never owned pets at all. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Speaking of cats, it's very, very interesting. Um, similar research, or well, perhaps not similar, but a similar sort of thing um, that I saw a little while ago, which I've just found. Um, cats don't love their owners basically right um, and they that's didn't... not surprising no it's not uh, but someone studied it and they did an experiment well it's not surprising to you it's not surprising to me but there are people out there that are absolutely convinced that their cats love them i think right and this is kind of what this um research was the trying cats to pro- love food yes <laughs> and the person that gives them you would say dogs <clears throat> um yeah, at but, any rate but i guess Dogs are pack animals, right? Yes. yes. And cats are well, well, some of them, kind of, prides and whatnot. But anyway, what they did in the research is they had the owner of the cat and a random person in a room, and then they let the cat go in the room, and they sort of who did the cat go to first, mm-hmm. um, and various different permutations. The of one that. that usually gives me food, or the one that I've don't they usually don't they usually go to the person who's kind of not bothered about them they like I, the one who's not making all the noises yeah, saying yeah, yeah, come yeah. to me kind of thing cat, if you stare at a cat it's very aggressive okay and so the people that don't like cats don't, look don't make eye contact and mm. so the cat's like oh that oh, person's nice i'm gonna go and sit on their lap yeah. um but yes no they um i think from watching that my memory of watching the video i think they controlled for that sort of thing a little bit by moving the people around and you know instructing them to just stare forward and not do anything. Um, but basically, the cat just sort of went to whoever the hell they wanted to. Anyway, <laughs> similar sort of thing. So, Interesting. dogs love you, cats don't. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> um, and apparently, um, I don't know why this is a headline, but King Louis' blood not in pumpkin. Uh, I just Susie, I what saw the hell? This, this- this paper and I thought it was interesting um, so apparently there, is be, there was a pumpkin uh, that I, I'm looking at a picture of it if this is it, it looks remarkably um, decorated uh, tattooed pumpkin yeah, tattooed so the, the claim was that this pumpkin uh, held blood from Louis the Sixteenth, who was um, a French king who was executed by guillotine uh, in January 1793 um, in so Paris. it did actually have some blood in it. And it was it, part of the French Revolution. Right. Um, uh, Heard of that, saw... <laughs> No, what was that reason? <laughs> uh, so there was this pumpkin which claimed to have his blood in it uh, and the scientists have um, now 
sequence the genome of the person whose blood it belongs to, and it doesn't belong to the French king. The sequencing suggests that the blood correspond to a male with brown eyes. They, so they can't tell to... that 100% for sure, can they? Well, so they're saying that in terms of the physical appearance, the the DNA points to a person of average height with brown eyes. Right. Um, and all the historical accounts of Louis describes him as the tallest man in court with blue eyes. I mean, that could have been lies. Um, well, so it's unlikely, but it could unlikely have been a romanticisation of his appearance. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bear yeah. in mind, if anyway. the king tells you he's the tallest man in the court, <laughs> then yeah, look at my lovely blue eyes. Tallest man in the court. Yeah. <laughs> but I just thought that was interesting. Like, why you would keep a preserved pumpkin with blood in it? Well. Where did the blood cut? Like, how did it get there? Were there pumpkins? Uh, so it was January, so it's not it's not Halloween. Did they <laughs> celebrate Halloween then? So were there just pumpkins lying around while... Maybe the pumpkin was used to catch the blood from the guillotine. Mm. Uh, it does say it's a relic so it's not like it's just some random pumpkin it's obviously been carved and possibly even hollowed yes. out yes maybe mm. it was literally a blood container maybe they were mm. preparing very early for Halloween yeah. <laughs> yes um, oh well that's interesting I just well thought done. that was interesting uh, is that the last of the science that is the last of the science sure so moving on to New Zealand Craig Homeopathy. So what? yeah, so we had homeopathy awareness week, did we not? We did. Well, some people did. Yes. Didn't really. I say raised it. I did all I could to raise awareness. You posted of, some of stuff. What, I posted some um, some memes probably on yeah. Facebook. It's about as much as I do for that sort of so thing. So there was a there was a study in Australia that basically said that homeopathy is no better than placebo. Mm-hmm. Again. We used to treat 68 health conditions. Yet more surprising news the from the cusp. Homeopathists. Homeopathists. <laughs> yeah. Did not like that, apparently. And um, they've come up and said that... Um, that What did they say? They said, when you research it against a medical paradigm, it will fail because you treat in a completely different way. Yeah. That's right. I remember posting that. So basically, the homeopath, homeopath, homeopath—that's the word. <laughs> the homeopaths do not like this because they say you cannot test homeopathy yeah. via normal. That's basically means. their argument: is you can't test it the same way you test everything else. Yeah. So therefore, exactly. Never mind about this article. And so, I actually thought that article was reasonably well written. But a lot of the people on the skeptics mailing list were um, were bagging it and saying that it wasn't very good. What the, the particular article about the homeopaths fighting back or whatever oh, it was okay. called? Um, if we find that, have we got a link to that actual article, fighting back one? Don't know. But interestingly, when I did a search, I found another an editorial from the Bay of Plenty Times. Oh yes. Now, I don't think that the Bay of Plenty Times is necessarily a a uh, great outlet of scientific information but it's just interesting to look at the article it starts off with a picture of a mortar and pestle with herbs a whole bunch of herbs coming yeah. out of it so this is perpetuating the myth amongst the general public that homeopathy, uh, homeopathy is, a is a natural herbal remedy yeah. right? and there's some, what looks and like possibly some actually bee pills active ingredients in there as well hmm. so that's bad for a start and th- so this this editorial basically <laughs> comes out against homeopathy. Oh, but there's one that says, 
one could argue that the placebo effect could be a viable medicine in itself if it makes one feel better. Well, that's true. Yeah. And, and my, my, my statement has always been that you know, doctors should be prescribing placebo more. And there have been studies yeah. that have shown it's really effective for some But things. is it ethical? Well, that, that is what... that is tell what, the patient... Yeah, and right, again, studies have shown that that consent. works quite well. It almost yeah. works as well as if yeah. they don't know. So here's a question for you. You might know this. Can a medical doctor put on a prescription pad one times placebo, take twice daily? Is that a thing? I want to know. Doctors that listen to our podcast? We can ask. Can you? And we'll, we'll ask around. I would love to know if that's a thing. You know, um, I want this patient to have some sugar pills. Yes. Wow. Because um, that seems like something that, as you say, people they should be able to do. Mm. Anyway, couldn't they just write a note to the pharmacist saying, um, "Please just take this person to your homeopathy section." <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Though you don't want them to have to buy homeopathy, and you don't want to promote homeopathy. No. You want to do it without, without doing that. Hmm. And they should be big red pills. Because big pills work better and red pills work better. Well, it depends where you live, apparently. Does it? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. So homeopath- uh, homeopathy doesn't work. Homeopaths right. don't like that We should be fact. writing to the Bay of Plenty Times about the use of that paper, that, that picture. Picture. Mm. Although the article itself quite good. Yeah, but the, the picture is misleading. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Maybe they'll so print a retraction. That. Okay, we'll do that. Oh, and I was going to mention the letter to the Herald that I read last week. Oh, the letter. Week. Go on. Yes. That sounds interesting. So there was, a, there was a letter to the Herald about homeopathy, somebody in defense of homeopathy, who said that they had a condition where they had minor strokes all the time and they'd been to hospital and the doctors couldn't do anything about it. But they had a relative who took an interest in their case. And the relative supposedly had a PhD in chemistry and a diploma in homeopathy. What the fuck? Seriously? So you wonder what's going on in that person's mind. Uh, Well, you say that, but it could actually just be a misunderstanding of the situation by the person writing the letter as well. Like the guy did sixth form physics or something. Well... Sixth form chemistry or... I don't think he claimed to have a PhD in chemistry. But anyway, a lot of people don't know how that sort of thing works. You know, <laughs> okay. a PhD versus a master's versus a, a whatever else you yeah, guys do. Yeah, right, whatever. Anyway, anyway okay, it's just a good yeah, It made me laugh. Uh, so the next thing we're going to have a look at is doTERRA.com slash NZ. And I'm a little bit nervous, to be honest, to find out what this is about. <laughs> uh, it looks bad. It is very interesting. Um, doTERRA is a company that sell uh, essential oils, um, but they do it and and and. Do they do they essentially sell essential oils? Uh, they essentially sell essential oils that uh, they claim are useful for all for curing all. Of course. Ills. Naturally safe, everything. purely effective, Effect- guaranteed. guaranteed. But it's a Ponzi scheme. Is it? It's a Ponzi scheme. Ponzi scheme or an MLM? Oh, sorry, no, the other one. An ML multi-level marketing. marketing. Right, right. So, um... Okay, it did look like that. Sorry, they promote... uh, So you, you know, so they promote the use of essential oils, which you buy from them and you become a consultant. uh, And And then you recruit people underneath you and they're they're running their own businesses. And everybody buys essential oils. And and the people that nobody actually makes any money. The people that set the company up make Make a lot of money. money. Um, But they also suggest that you take them all for everything 
that you want. Yeah. Um, so it's it's big in the US and various well, other countries, and there's just there is a a dot an NZ site that just says we are in the process of adding content to the site. Check back soon. In the meantime, okay. go to our website. So if, if you go I sign to... up. Will you guys become my distributors? <laughs> oh, I was going to sign up and ask you guys. Oh, damn. Damn it. Um, if you actually click on whatever the hell I just clicked on, you can actually go into the shop and yeah, specify, the shop the US, specify that you're in New Zealand and okay. you can still get some products. Yeah, well, well um, if you try and sign up, so. actually New Zealand is one of the um, countries where you can yeah. select. So it is obviously currently... Shopping. Cinnamon Bark. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, anyway well, we will, business tools. Anymore. What's business tools? We will watch out for that. <coughs> business tools will be Ten tapes and books and CDs. And introductory stuff. video. Yeah. Customer testimonials. Um. <sighs> anyway, it's a scam. It's a scam. It's a scam. That's not right. Mm. Okay. And dangerous because they're also proposing people kind of swallow these things. Yeah. Wow. Sure I mean, essential not. oils are fine for making your house smell nice and putting it right. in a bath and possibly even rubbing a little bit on your skin, but not okay. not taking them for all ails. Okay, so <sighs> what hopefully isn't going to become a regular section, Ken Ringwatch. <laughs> <laughs> um, just because everyone loved this quote, and they, in fact, it's almost a quote of the day. Um, <laughs> so here's the backstory, in case you haven't been following. Ken Ring has joined the... New Zealand Skeptics Facebook page, and he is ludicrously active. He, he is, isn't starts he? posts, starts threads, he comments on threads, he deletes his posts, he deletes his threads, and then he starts it all over again. Um, people are asking him calm, he must rational, have a lot of time on his hands, reasonable questions, and he must have a lot of time on his hands. Although because I guess if he's just selling his almanac and that's his income, and there are a whole lot of gullible people who buy it, then see, what else yeah, does he, he have does to do? He does say if, he, if someone alludes to that, he does sort of say, "Oh, I don't make very much money from my almanacs or whatever." But sure, he yeah. must be making money from this, from something. Anyway, so. Um, yeah, he posts in this, and people are asking him calm, rational questions. They want him to provide some evidence. They want him to provide some data, um, and then he'll just start saying things at random, and then suddenly he'll turn around and say, "Well, actually, no, I didn't say that." <laughs> when everyone can, oh God, why am I doing this? Okay, so here's the particular quote that everyone wanted me to, to bring up. He's talking about predicting earthquakes, and I forget the exact context of, of why he was talking about earthquakes every day. But Ken Ring replied, So, notice the word invariably, meaning not every single earthquake every single day. Uh, and then Vic replied with a cut and paste from a dictionary, dictionary invariably, adverb, always, without exception. <laughs> Ken Ring replies, my dictionary says constant, and I take that to mean most often. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, sums up the problem with Ken Ring, is he lives in his own universe. In your opinion. In my opinion, where... He just makes up the rules of everything to suit himself. Including Science. meanings of English language words. <laughs> English words don't mean for Ken Ring what they mean for other people. Yeah. And science for Ken Ring is not what other people 
yeah. core science and he well, says that in as many yeah. words one of the funniest things i saw on the facebook page <sighs> was there was a poll about whether ken ring should be tested <laughs> 57 people voted yes he should and, and one person, person presumably no. ken ring voted no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ken Ring says that his data can't be processed in this way. What do you think? <laughs> yep, it should be. He should be tested. <laughs> Unbelievable. And yet, evidence right there. That was marvelous. Right. Um. Okay. So moving on to our new favourite segment. Susie's dubious. Oh, why do you keep doing that? Oh, Delia's dubious, dubious devices. I I have not one dubious device, but two <gasps> dubious devices for you today. Excellent. Um, because I kind of couldn't decide between these two. So the they first, do look awesome. Um, is a electric automatic cupping pump and cupping cups. <gasps> Please let that be what I hope it what I sounds like it's going to be. Uh, it looks mm. awesome. It, so it's a machine. There with a vacuumy type thing, and then a whole. S how many tubes do you get? How many you get? You get. Do you get um, all those things in that picture? Because that's like a bajillion. Yeah, things. seventeen premium quality made in Korea cupping cups, ten acupressure pointers, one I'm massage this pressure. Isn't what I thought it was going to be at all. Um. So, oh, you get seven. Is it seven cups? I don't know. Does cups this, of various sizes. Does this double as a breast pump? Well, no, not quite. But it breast enlarger apparently. So oh, I did see some ah, versions where you had two that that looked like breast. No, so this is an automatic system for putting cups on yourself, and, and then you press the button, and, it and sucks then it'll the air suck in. the air out and cup you. This is the um, practice of cupping. The practice of cupping, and you is can buy thing, yourself an electric yeah. cupping device. What? Yeah. For how what? much? How much is this thing? Uh, One hundred and seventy-eight dollars. That seems reasonable. Uh, US. US dollars oh. from Amazon. Um, the same device, though, also sold for one hundred and seventy-eight dollars. It's labelled as an anti-satellite vacuum body massager. <laughs> Multi-purpose. Right. Yeah. You could also milk cows with it, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks a bit sore, actually. Uh, <laughs> Crazy. But yeah, so that's my first uh, a, a cupping device which which doubles as a breast enhancer and a anti-cellulite body massager. And we'll put a link to that on our um yeah on our website so that you can click through and we'll get the credit for when you buy it. Yeah, yeah, we should actually set up a um, one of those systems where yeah. we get yeah, through their affiliate scheme. Yeah, affiliates. <laughs> um. The the last device Wicked. is a rather interesting little thing called a digital acupuncture physiotherapy machine, which um, is in stock. Apparently, only eight dollars sixty. Let's price geez, that's cheap. Yeah, it was fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, so I'm going to read you what they say. Applied with digital technology, this unit transfers the physical factors necessary to the human body into precise digital signals and conducts comprehensive therapy through computer based on the requirements of the body. What? In this way, the therapeutic accuracy can be ensured and the therapeutic efficacy can be greatly improved. Great for stiff neck, shoulders, colds, fatigues, high low blood pressure, aches and pains. If you know what that means, we'd love to hear uh, from yeah, you. Yeah, please, write in. Uh, Bullshit is what it means. It's the marvelous waveform composition let you feel a sense of reality of thumping, massage, acupuncture, and moxibustin napropathy, cupping, scraping. Moxibustin, I feel like I've heard before. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Anyone? So I've had a look at the... Is this your word of the day, Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> I've had a look at some of the comments about it. Traditional Chinese medicine therapy using... Okay, that's moxibusha. Um, it seems to be a uh, cross between a TENS machine and... Um, uh, so one of these sort of electrical stimulation machines. Oh, yes, I right. mean, it doesn't look like anything to do with acupuncture. It's a it's a little device <sighs> with some pads and some wires and some batteries. Um, right. And I found a video of somebody using one, and it looked like they were getting a lot of electric shocks, like they, right. their legs yeah. were sort of like jiggling away. And so there's a low-level electrical current applied to the muscle, yeah. presumably. Although to... what that has to do with acupuncture, I'm not quite sure. Well, naturopathy is... <laughs> Doesn't have much on oh, Wikipedia. Never mind. But anyway, Focus on never lots mind. of people love it. Um, they all think it's made them better. I see. Uh, there are a few people who, uh, when they arrived, they weren't working. Um, so they were broken. Um, and no it doesn't apparently doesn't any... look like what it looks like in the picture. No so one's... I'm not quite sure what appeared. Okay. Um, when people bought it. No one's posted but... anything humorous. Under the reviews? No, I don't think so. Anyway, digital acupuncture physiotherapy machine that apparently doesn't look like what it looks like in the picture, um, but is digital technology that transfers physical factors necessary into the human body, and we're not sure what that means. Okay. But there you go. But yours for only $8.60. And may or may not work. Bargain at half the price. So a bargain compared to the um, cupping machine. Yes. Although, frankly, with a cupping machine, you could at least get some breast enlargement going on. <sighs> Possibly not. Well, even temporarily. <laughs> man I'm so sheltered when I was looking for devices on Amazon I ended up accidentally in the sex section wow accidentally, accidentally. Yeah. wow the stuff you can buy man <laughs> gosh yep. yeah pretty sure I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> pretty sure you've got a collection of all the things I was looking at probably <laughs> Okay. Yes. Does he use them on himself or somebody else? Well, there was a very large section on masturbation aids. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll go and check that out. Like little handheld vaginas. <clears throat> um, well, they've got flashlights. Flashlights? So, flashlights. But like a flashlight. <laughs> it's got a vagina in there instead of a torch. Or a, a you know, fake vagina. <laughs> yeah, because you haven't just taken somebody's vagina and put it on. Oh, I know one of these, one of these new lab-grown ones. Oh, and you can oh, put right. it in a torch instead with a bit of a life support system behind it. Right. Anyway, oh, that sounds great. Ah, Moving dear. on. <laughs> uh, to the quote, is that what I'm to? Quote yeah, of the sure. day. Craig, you've got a quote for us. I have a quote from um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, who is uh, currently doing the Cosmos series. And I thought this was quite a good quote. People cited violation of the First Amendment when a New Jersey school teacher asserted that evolution and the Big Bang are not scientific and that Noah's Ark carried dinosaurs. This case is not about the need to separate church and state. It's about the need to separate ignorant, scientifically illiterate people from the ranks of teachers. Oh, very nice. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes. Very good. So, um, right. Last have thing. For us I to have a interpret. word of the day. Let me just put that in there for you. Now, I should point out that I may have done this word before because I can't imagine reading this list, going past this word, and not including it <laughs> in the podcast. The word is jactitation. Okay. So you may even be able to remember what it was, but probably not because you guys don't listen to me. <laughs> jactitation. Jactitation. I would have no idea. Can you give us a context? 
Hmm. There are two different definitions for it that are quite different. One of them is to do with masturbation? No, okay. but, Ooh, uh, but but related to the body. I'll give you that much. That's a clue. That's, it. That's all you're getting. Something to do with the exercise. I'm going to need your final answers. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, not a clue. I'm just trying not to give away too many clues because then you just end up guessing. Jactitation. That's a pretty cool word. While you guys are thinking about that, I should point out, by the way, that um, even though I said last last episode that I'm not going to keep track of the scores, <clears throat> turns out I'm, I'm that sort of a pedant and I am keeping track of the scores. <laughs> right. So I'm going to keep the dates okay. and the number of guesses and then maybe post it up on the Facebook. Oh, my goodness. Um... I've also included Susan, Steve, uh, Stephen, and Evie in the uh, in the points, just <laughs> okay. because Susan. Okay, I think in. that this is okay. um, jumping jacks. Hmm. Okay. Craig. I have no scientific basis on which to guess the meaning of this word. Right. Uh, I'll, all I'm going to say is it has something to do with digestion. That's a good guess. Um, <laughs> so what was yours jumping jacks what did you do with jumping jacks okay and Craig's was digestion yeah I am going to give a point to Susie for being close Ooh. to the right answer um, Craig doesn't get a point <laughs> yes <laughs> because it was completely it? wrong it is a tossing twitching or jerking of the body that is so jumping jack it's Pretty much, well, <laughs> jumping jack could be considered a jactitation, perhaps. Um, yes, however, is it involuntary or voluntary? And this is the other reason I would have definitely included this if I'd noticed it last time, is it's also a false claim. Ah. Jactitation is a false <sighs> claim. Wow. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yes. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this. this yeah, but then I, got, this I, got, I got a point last time. So we just Did balanced. Um, yes. What was last week? Last point. Last week, everybody got a point except Susan. Oh. Um, I think. Oh, no, I lie. Sorry. No, no, no. Susie got zero points. Ah. I, got a, I got a point last week and Craig got a point. Yeah, I got a point because no one guessed it correctly. Ah, okay. So I'll give you a point this week, and I don't get a point this week. So we all have one point each. Mm. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, I did say in the in the thing that I was going to give Susan a half a point, um, but she postdicted it, so I decided that it didn't count. <laughs> right. So one point each. Susan doesn't have anything, and that's the word jactitation. Marvelous. Very good. Congratulations, everyone. Thank you. And thank you for listening to our podcast. And thank you for joining me and whatever we normally say, which isn't that. <laughs> say what you, you normally say. You've been listening to the Completely Unnecessary Skeptical Podcast. If you'd like to send us some feedback or an email, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash thecusppodcast, or our website, thecusp.org.nz. Those Anzac biscuits. Scary. Is that the best kind of biscuit while we're trying to record a build podcast? <laughs> Sorry to derail this, but I'm, I'm gonna Anzac I bring the I bring the biscuits and I brought Anzac biscuits. Anzac but Day, yes, which was a couple should, of days uh, ago.